Okay, let's say that you've decided that you're going to properly account for the virtual branch on the GL, but that still leaves the question of who owns the virtual branch? Who owns it? Who's responsible for it? Who's held to account for it? Stay tuned and learn more. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Innovation Driven Growth Podcast. Here we examine what enables true creativity, how to convert ideas into innovation, and seek out what ignites enterprise-wide growth. I'm your host, entrepreneur, strategist, and muser of metacognition, David Peterson. So in the last podcast, I talked about this idea of your virtual branch and where it was located on your general ledger. So in that podcast, I'm you know sharing how I think financial institutions need to completely think differently about this idea of the virtual branch. But then I ran across an article from Jessica Pinkston. The link to that article will be in the show notes. And so this was a really interesting read, and it kind of aligns the points that I made in that earlier podcast such as the customer experience is essential, not desired, essential. Not assigning the digital channel to a true leader who owns success is problematic. The need for a strategic digital roadmap, enhancing the customer experience while enabling omni-channel functionality, banking anywhere, anytime, whatever device you have in your hand. Managing virtual branch performance, managing vendor performance, the need for a digital, quote, evangelist, end quote, uh, investigating the market and competition to ensure digital relevance and tracking and reporting digital banking outcomes. So one of the elements from that article that really struck me is holding vendors accountable for the systems they deploy. Now, this is generally relegated to dealing with support calls and how responsive the vendor is and addressing issues that occur within their platform. More important, there can be a mismatch between an institution's expected outcome using a vendor service and the actual outcome experienced. When does a bank ever call their vendor with a list of items that were demonstrated or discussed during the, quote, dating phase that just turned out to be less than desirable upon implementation or or even completely wrong or missing? Now, further, a virtual branch senior executive should be in regular communication with all relevant vendors to discuss product roadmaps, suggesting enhancements, and active participation in user groups. So these are all critical elements that very often go overlooked. Now, in addition to the important discussion of how the digital channel should be treated by the institution, the article went on to share insight on what types of skills an individual taking the leadership of the digital channel should possess. So after reviewing the list, I'll say that I think it's pretty square on with the attributes that I would be seeking for somebody owning the virtual branch as a senior executive. The skills include the ability to navigate both strategic and tactical elements of the digital channel, a leader who can inspire others, the insight to ask probing questions and challenge the status quo, and flexible enough to pivot quickly since the industry is changing very fast. Now, to that list, I would add someone who is inherently innovative, who can on their own and with others curate creative ideas that could be further developed into true innovations. Somebody with an open mind who can encourage any and all ideas that 
further can synthesize those ideas into actionable innovations that align with strategic vision for the virtual branch. Just remember, ideas are creativity and creativity and innovation are not the same thing. It's a separate podcast about that, and I hope you find it. Uh, someone who would not automatically dismiss somebody like how virtual reality could become a standard element of delivering banking services, particularly for younger customers. That is the kind of leader I would want. Now, there's a difference between offering some out-of-branch services and having a true virtual branch, a true digital channel. Now, without question, the commitment from the board and C-suite to find the right leader and further fund, properly fund the virtual branch, commiserate to the physical branch, will be the key to long-lasting success. As the article says, own it, bankers, own it. So I am fully behind this idea. I teach it every summer to my graduate banking students. What is holding you back from taking this most important step to enable your institution for future success? I'd love to hear from you. My contact information is coming up here in mere moments. If you think that there are barriers, if something is stopping you from moving forward with this, reach out to me. Let's have a discussion about it. I would love to help you come up with creative ways to make innovation happen at your institution. Thanks again for investing your valuable time listening to the Innovation Driven Growth podcast. I covet your questions, comments, or critique. You can reach me at david at davidpeterson.com. I'm also on Facebook at DP Speaks and everywhere else on social media at DLP Speaks. I look forward to hearing from you and be sure to look for a new episode soon.